0: This week on Media Delta, roller games. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Media Delta. We are talking about something that, um, one of the things that I kind of started, like the things, one of the things that I'm like really like to cover in Media Delta is not so much like the stuff that like a lot of people know of, like, you know, your Robocops, your like Mega Man cartoon, your legend of Zelda, like the things that a lot of people know of. I think I like looking at obscure things, uh, stuff like say the Salamander OVA or like the wizardry OVA. Um, Those kind of things that are, aren't super well known. Um, uh, And then you go watch something like this and then you kind of realize why it wasn't exactly well known. Uh, Cause Today we are talking um about a TV show that barely lasted one season, uh that being Roller Games. Um yeah,
1: it Roller Games single core, one core. One yeah. core. Uh
0: so to kind of sum up what Roller Games is, uh, it is a kind of a televised version of roller derby uh with very, you know, Thing think roller derby that one of its more well-known things is that it's very elaborate teams. Although I feel like these teams were not even like they were pretty out there, but they weren't. I've seen some good roller derby teams. And this is these were kind of bland. But anyway, but it's also like it has an element of like pro wrestling or I would kind of say American Gladiators, but not quite. Um,
2: American and, Gladiators didn't seem scripted like yeah, this. So
0: this is. We'll, we'll get into that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, you can also tell exactly when this show was made. This has uh, late 80s, early 90s written all over it. Uh, it's just, you can really tell when this was made. Um, so yeah. yeah uh, uh, I was not the only one who watched this, so please introduce yourselves.
3: Hi, I'm Max. i I'm here for some rock, rock, rock and roller games. <laughs>
4: I'm Coolio, if you don't know, asking the weekly question, what now?
2: I'm Risen, but you can call me Lizard and my pet Lizard, which is named Fido.
1: I'm Torpid Typus, and I came here for the obviously faked railing hits.
0: Yeah. Also, um, the swift kicks. The, the kick,
3: there were like, some good
1: kicks.
0: There were okay. some like, really good kicks.
3: Okay, but what about launching yourself entirely at the other team and fucking it up completely? <laughs> <really> just <laughs> eating all the shit on the rail.
0: Uh-huh. That was like the one thing that I remember that I really enjoyed about this was just watching like I it like it's I'd imagine that trying to do that thing is really hard. But also when you're on roller skates when you eat shit like that, it's extra funny. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
4: Yeah. Um, doesn't really matter how well you train yourself to t- to take a hit or a fall that one hurt
3: yeah oh. that was that was preceded uh, in a previous episode where another person jumped right into a group of people knocking them all down like skates and all yeah yep. that was
0: yep and also if you like people flipping over railings this is probably the show for you
3: this is a show for you Plenty of railing kills in this show.
0: Yeah, that, that's the <laughs> thing that I was thinking of. I was just thinking of Space Mutiny the entire that's time.
3: Space yeah.
2: <laughs> if you want to see what kind of idiot corporations Etsy paid to have, you know, sponsorships and everything, this show is also really good because like the two big ones I know is for Pepsi oh, <laughs> graphics. hmm. <laughs> Loves the turbo graphics.
0: Well, also there was um, there was Midway. <laughs> Uh, in the back, which yeah. I believe because uh, I'm pretty sure there is actually a really famous pinball table for this, which actually I think more people know about the pinball table. Uh, if, it's actually kind of funny on TV Tropes. There is a TV Tropes page for the pinball table, not the show, which tells like you it. exactly all you need to know about the show. Um, What platforms were the video games you looked at on? So, there was also, yeah, there was two video games. There was one for the NES. Uh, Mm -hmm. Both of these games are made by Konami. One for the NES and one for the arcade. Uh, The NES game is like a weird brawler that isn't good, like, at all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, There's actually the arcade one, which actually tries to take the format of the show uh, and tries to, you know... Like, do something with it. It's actually really fun. It's at it's much better than the actual show. Wasn't that the one where you,
3: where you did like um uh, suplexes and yes. uh windmills? Yeah, that 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 was fun to watch.
0: Yeah, because also it's really weird because it looks like the way that they did the tech, it, it's like you're on one of those like you know, the little uh toys that you have to wind up in, it's like mm-hmm. you're driving the car, but you can tell that it's just looping over and over again. That's how that game feels, and it's kind of stupid, but also fun. Amazing. Um It's a very early brawler that's actually pretty good. Um, well,
2: but what you're telling me is the people at Turbo Graphics got a sponsorship deal and did not bother to get a video game. No,
0: there was no Turbo. There was no game for the Turbo Graphics, unfortunately. <laughs> no unfortunately. wonder the Turbo
2: Graphics lost the Commodores.
0: Yeah. I'm sure that that was exactly it. Um the killer game. Yeah. So I think kind of before we kind of go on, I think we should kind of just said I'm I'm pretty sure most of us kind of have already said stuff about it, but um I think we should probably just go and lay down what we thought of the show. So X, what did you think of the show?
3: I actually liked it. I didn't think I was going to like it, but I kind of liked it. I liked it for its kitschiness, uh, just the pure 80s style of it. Um, everybody there is, like, having the time of their life. Like, this is the thing they wanted to do the most, and they're doing it. And it shows through and all... Like, the performances are fucking terrible. The performances are so oh bad.
1: god, they suck so bad. They are
3: the, the, the... Like... You can tell them you can tell them just breaking down as they're doing this. They can't hold themselves. They're corpsing, basically. Yeah, like Mm -hmm. they're they're 100% corpsing through their performances, especially that idiot guy in the middle segments that does his little rant thing. Like he's so conservative.
0: So there's actually a story behind him, which is actually not that great. But
4: The the story is they needed some material for padding the show.
0: So Wally George is actually a really weird uh, figure because uh, in the grand scheme of like television, uh, it is him that is probably responsible for why conservative talk radio exists and why Fox News exists because he pioneered that format.
2: Um, Yeah, because he
0: had a show at the same time uh, called Hot Seat. Which was, I think you can actually watch episodes of it on YouTube, but it was, it's weird because it's also like where Jerry Springer and like Morton Downey Jr. got his, their starts, if I remember correctly. Also, for some mm. reason, when I was looking it up, The Offspring was on that. Like they got their debut, television debut on that show. I don't know why The Offspring would, but whatever.
4: That's bizarre.
3: I don't know hmm. how that makes me feel about them because they have like huge. Yeah. They have like three good songs and then the rest is kind of noise.
0: They were very much all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: But uh, like those, the, the, the uh, middle segments, I like them so much because it's just unhinged. It's just absolutely pure lunacy. There's just nothing. It has no correlation to anything that's going on around. It. It's just this little bubble of insanity in the midst of all the rest of this goofiness. Yeah, I don't
1: understand it because it's so fucking out of place.
3: Yeah, like it, it doesn't belong there. He he's not talking about roller derby. He's not talking Yeah, about like or fucking
1: The one the
2: episode feet. we gone. Like the one episode we watched, like Yeah, he like briefly interviewed with Miss Georgia Haas and Guru Drew and somebody else, but it's like it still felt really disconnected. Like he's even he's you know interviewing this like important figure in the sport as a whole and one of the team you know managers and it still felt like a commercial break for a conservative talk radio. So.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And but then then he starts yelling about the concessions that they're selling. Yeah. The fuck mm-hmm. is this?
3: just the entire the entirety of his his rants just seemed to kind of spiral out of control until he's 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 like a wikipedia fatigued himself into like yeah. into topics so like you could have done without those segments and the show would have been a lot better but they were still entertaining just to watch how how like unhinged he gets then you get then you get uh i think near the end this dude with the worst haircut I have ever seen. Just, like, it's definitely balding, but the rest of the hair is pulled back into a really slick ponytail. Wearing fucking uh, leopard print <sighs> Uh, outfit <laughs> singing rock rock rock.
1: <laughs> okay.
4: uh, <laughs>
1: that was that was a lot more fun and also relevant than any of the conservative. Because bits. it's the musical, you know, it's the halftime
2: show. You know, it was the actual halftime show in the same way that the you know
1: football has. You know, some yeah, ra- but it was it was like energetic <laughs> and fun, and I enjoyed it.
3: it yeah, don't get me wrong, I, I actually like it. I just think it's funny. I just think the whole idea is funny. It's this this really ratty-looking dude just going out into the crowd and singing the theme song. And everybody's singing along. With it. Like everybody in this in this arena is singing along to this song. Uh, they're, like, such diehard fans of this, apparently. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just so
1: fucking weird to me. I mean, I still loved how uncharismatic both of the fucking announcers were. It was awful. They were terrible. Yeah.
2: But
1: yeah, like, one of them was, like, this just fucking middle-aged-looking white dude who just was kind of boring and bland and just stated things as they were. And then they had the color commentator who looked like some off-brand, kind of pudgy Kenny Loggins. <laughs> <laughs> and he- With a he horrible tr- beard. It was so bad. Oh my god, he looked so gross. Oh my god. But it's like he tried his best to sell it, but he did not have the chops. And he kept trying to push the stupid drama, like the twins being torn apart or the old man being ripped off the field. But goddamn, he tried his little heart out and it just couldn't couldn't stick.
3: Yeah, that's where the show I think fails the most is the drama. Like mm-hmm. I, I mentioned it uh in discord this is basically world wrestling federation slash entertainment on yep. wheels it's it's 100 wrestling on Damn. wheels uh, i used to like wrestling back when i was a kid during the attitude era uh whichever if you don't know was a very fine era for for uh, pro wrestling this i'd say is kind of like after that where things sort of Kept a little hint of edginess, but it wasn't quite the same. They, they 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 try to have like they have like some kind of edginess to to this thing, especially with the announcers trying to like like you said hype up uh, these these fake controversies that are going on. Like the first episode, you start us in on the apparently two two that tw- the twins are going to be split up into two different teams, so they're no longer racing with each other. And then the, there's an old guy on the same team who is their dad? who
2: is their dad yeah
3: okay, so he's just dad I didn't I didn't catch I that did, but... yeah, I didn't catch that actually <laughs> yeah he's their dad <laughs> I didn't... that old that random old man who was just on
2: that team for no good reason was yeah. their dad yeah.
3: And the drama behind him is that he's going to be kicked out of roller derby because he's going to get into the Hall of Fame, which doesn't make any fucking sense on its head. But like the, the show really tries to play up that controversy by having the one lady who runs the one team.
1: I owe you. Just... Hmm?
2: Oh, that was oh some, that was a different that was someone yeah. else. And then the con- the second controversy is one of the twins got sent to the Maniacs and the Manager was like being really handsy and And creepy with her. Hold
1: on. on. I think we need Yep. What? No, you were saying something about the manager. Oh, okay. No, I stopped because I
3: heard somebody say something. I wasn't sure what they said.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But go on.
3: Yeah. And then there's then um to play up the play up the drama air quotes, the the female manager from one of the other teams, I think it was the maniacs. Was the one behind trying to get him ousted? Uh, they kept doing interviews with her where she would talk about how important it is to oust this guy because of the uh, because of the Hall of Fame thing, and it's, it's all rings so so very hollow. Like this, like the back back uh, back arena segments in wrestling where you know everybody's just lying. They're just lying to you. They don't actually believe what they're doing. They're not actually you know doing what they're doing. It's all just so hollow and fake.
0: So um, just to to remind me, the the woman that was talking, was that the one, the older looking lady with like the kind of short, like the poofy hair that like, trying to think, was it Georgia Haas, I think?
3: which I could remember what she looked like I
2: vaguely I vaguely remember I think but, it was Miss Georgia Haas.
0: So the thing with her in and, and this is something that the show does not um, really explain it all cuz I don't think it even goes into it at all. Um so Georgia Haas uh, was actually a roller derby like I want to say legend but she was really big into the um uh into the Los Angeles roller uh, derby scene uh, because roller roller games, one word, the show that we watched, uh, is actually spun out of a different thing called the Roller Games League, two words, uh, that occurred during the 60s and 70s, uh, which I imagine where um, uh, that old man probably got to start. Uh, I'm not 100% certain. Uh, but also the thing is, is that are uh, the T-Birds, which were the team that we saw on that first ep- one of the teams that we saw in that first episode is actually from the Los Angeles Thunderbirds, which was a T was an actual team in the league. So there is background to this that is not explained at all Um, mm-hmm. which I feel like. I feel like the kind of that controversy definitely like trying to dramatize like a lot of this, like if it was just teams going against each other, I feel like that would be just more interesting than what they were trying to go for.
2: Yeah. Like if you chop like, what is it like 15 minutes off the runtime or so, you know, make it a 30 minute, you know, block on TV versus an hour.
1: And yeah, I feel like this would have been a experience. much
0: better 30 minute show than an hour long show. I would Mm -hmm. argue
1: part of the issue with it too, is it seems like a lot of nonsense because it is not impossible to keep track of the scoring.
2: Yep. Yeah. Um, Everything lacks context.
1: And
0: that I feel um, is you were, someone was talking, you were talking about the announcers and I feel like they were just doing a not great job. like, they explained the wall of death and what that was about in that little jump, but they didn't really do. They should have done, I feel, a bit more in explaining how roller derby actually works.
1: Okay, okay. But it's also important to note that they explained the wall of death in episode like six or seven.
0: Well, they they also start to explain it like at least once per episode, sometimes twice, oddly enough. <laughs>
4: they didn't yeah. do it four. I'm pretty sure they did it in either three or four. They did it, it.
0: It was a. It's weird because they do it like it's not at the beginning. It's like in the middle that they explain yeah.
3: it. Yeah, it's usually it's usually like uh, it's usually when one of the 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 uh, skaters are close enough to actually get the uh, get the six points. Uh, and then they do the whole like slow down clip showing the the zones and the
1: point values and all that.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, because that... go
1: ahead. Uh, so, yeah, but my issue really is once again though is that there's so much going on and there's so many ways to get points and so many people doing different things that it is impossible to keep track of who is in the lead or what's going on, and it's honestly a little bit frustrating. Yeah, yeah like. I, I, I thought I was
3: keeping a good track of how many points they're getting, and then they cut to the point values and now they're at 70 when I thought they only had like 30. So I was just like, well, I guess I don't know what the fuck is going on.
0: Yeah, because to just kind of explain uh, what I don't even know, I don't. I'm not certain like I know it's kind of like the rules of roller derby. I'm pretty sure it's a lot more basic than. Uh, the games, I know the wall of death, I'm pretty sure the wall of death stuff that like there, there isn't a part where you're like going up against a wall and doing a jump thing. Uh, but the what actually how roller derby works, or at least what it seems like, or how this game works, I should say, if you're trying to going to watch this yourself and don't know what's going on. Uh, so basically the teams rotate. Uh, basically, they go kind of in a clock where not like they one person of each team. Uh, a round is essentially one person of each team is designated a jetter. Uh, what, and that is signified by them being the only one that gets a helmet.
3: Until they, lose, they, lose, their, lose, until they lose, helmet. lose the helmet. Yeah. <laughs> like, like one time, one of, the, one of them lost their helmet, and they kept racing through, and the rules are you have to have your helmet on in order to score points. But apparently she didn't get the memo, so she read the entire thing and then at the end realized, oh shit, I don't get any points for my team.
4: Yeah, Yeah. you have to either, according to the rules of roller games, you have to either be wearing the helmet or lose it unintentionally. (laughs) If you're just not wearing it, or if you take it off willfully, then you're not scoring any points.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. which, and then basically. Happening. Which, yeah, and then when you, you get up, you should get a point every time you pass someone from the other team. And that's basically what it is. But they lose their helmets so often that it's really hard to see who the hell the Jeter is.
3: That's, I don't know how they lose their helmets. Like, you strap the thing on, it's on I your did, head. That's, that's what they're not doing.
0: Yeah, they don't yeah. strap it on. Which, that's actually something that I was actually really surprised about is that not everyone's wearing a helmet. You'd figure that would be like, in order to get on TV, that would be the, like, the, the bare minimum. Is
3: yeah. Lawn darts were still a thing at this time. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: If only there was a Lawn Darts TV show. I would totally
3: I would totally watch professional Lawn Darts.
1: Yeah, wrestling of rock darts. Stick darts in one another, would be great. Um <laughs> I I will uh, the, Okay, so I, I do want to go back Yeah. to talking about the drama a little more, because it is so mm-hmm. awful and contrived too. Uh because on, on top of Yeah, it's so bad. It's so bad. Because like then there was on top of the team split, like, the the twin split, one of them had it all right, but the other was constantly being abused by various men saying they own her, over and over as she got switched between teams, and it was fucking ridiculous. Also, yeah.
2: Randomly, at the end of what was the second episode we watched, they're like, surprise! Her contract has been nullified! She can go and skate with her sister again! It's like, well, that wrapped up really quickly. This drama. Well, okay. that, was the,
4: that was the entire reason why the manager was being creepy toward her, okay. and this, they they nullified the contract because of sexual harassment.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's also very good because that same episode they brought the dad back onto the field too, because that was supposed to be a big thing, and it was hilarious because like the show is is very much scripted, and you can tell. Mm-hmm. It's pretty obvious at some points. It was fucking ridiculously obvious at this point because people were hurling themselves over the railing left and right as he just tore through the goddamn field. It was the most ridiculous thing seeing this old man barrel through all these people. Yep. And and it's it, none of none of them are really good.
3: I I think I think I'm using the term correctly. None are really good at kayfabe.
1: None yeah. of them are good at it. Yeah. Like, no, they yeah. they suck at jobbing super hard. <laughs>
3: That, that they can't, they, none of them sell their lines. It's it's just so stilted oh,
1: yeah. and weird. No. It, that's stiff as shit. Uh, but like, it's not just that. It's also like, even on the field there are these people, because like roller skating and roller derby are fucking hard to begin with. Mm-hmm. But then they have to fucking pretend to take all these hits and all these falls. And sometimes they cannot sell. And you obviously see a man hurl himself over the edge. Bodily before anyone even fucking touches him.
2: Yep. There are some really good ones in like the second episode where it's like, oh God, they're trying so hard to sell this flight and they are failing so hard.
0: There is, and I kind of wish that I found the episode that it was in. Uh, there is a very good clip I found on YouTube of someone shooting themselves over the wall of death. Like they just go way too fast and they just go, just fight over it. <laughs> It's really
4: funny. (laughs) Is that one worth 12 points? No, it's. You you, you hope that you You die. Oh, wait. In terms of drama, let's
2: talk about how there's an alligator pit. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) There's just a fucking pit that, like, oh, show's too boring. Throw the alligators.
4: Thing is, that only comes up in the first episode. Uh, that, that's supposed to be used as a tiebreaker, where if, if there's a tie, then they go around the alligator pit. They they have to go either around five times or throw the other person in there.
1: But also, like, this show, like, what they're doing is there's so many fucking points in play. So many yeah. points. Shitloads and shitloads of points that it is so fucking hard to tie to begin with. Hmm.
2: Yeah, what? it's it's. There's like, so many points that are hard to connect, and you have to keep track of all of the stupid nicknames like Lizard and Deathly Debbie and Gogo Gonzalez and everything. You know,
1: Gonzalez. What was it, Irish Mary or something like that? Yeah, something
2: like that. Gogo Gonzalez is fighting Irish Mary,
0: who who they refer to as Speedy Gonzalez because, of course, it is the ninth. Yes.
4: Actually, actually yeah, sure. no. Gogo Gonzalez and Speedy Gonzalez are two people uh, on the same team. Great. Right. What? Yeah. What uh, one is one is uh, part of the women. Gina Gonzalez, is Gogo, and uh, Adam Gonzalez is Speedy.
1: Okay, so like... The the fucking one of the the managers for oh god, which one was it? The, 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 like the fucking Guru podcast. Drew,
2: the Beast of the East, who guides his team with astrology.
1: No, 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 no. I'm talking about the dude who led, I think it was like the Hot Flash or something like that. The big fat dude? The big fat oh, dude yeah, was yes. fucking partying on the field. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, he, I I liked him. He was, he was great. Hey, he didn't do much,
1: but he's great.
4: Remember back in the 90s when being compared to Donald Trump wasn't the worst kind of incident? Oh, God. oh God.
1: yeah. That's the other thing, too, is, like, the the fucking reactionary dude had the worst toupee I've ever seen. It was fucking disgusting to look at. It was amazingly bad. Ugh. It's it's such a weird show that's constantly at odds with itself. Which isn't to say it isn't fun, uh, because the actual, like, roller derby bit is pretty enjoyable, and it is funny just seeing people hurl themselves over the railing constantly. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, totally it cannot fucking come to terms with itself half the time. It's kind of the
2: amusement that you get from watching something where you look at it and say, "This can't be real." Like this, this can't. Like people didn't actually do this. This is just like an extended bit from like RoboCop or something, one of the commercials or whatever. And then, no, it's something that actually happened.
0: Yeah. Also, yeah. I, I'm looking at a picture of Wally George right now, and it. <laughs> The, the lighting does not, ma- does not, that is a non-Euclidean hair piece. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think light's supposed to reflect like that.
3: You know, you in, spi- in spite of itself, though, I find a bit of a charm to roller games. Like, it kind of made me think back to when we watched Gut- uh, Nickelodeon Guts and how Michael O'Malley mm-hmm. was just like all pepped up for the whole thing. Even, even when it wasn't that exciting, he was pepped and ready to go. And that's roller games in a nutshell. Roller games. Everybody is just hype as fuck for all the bullshit that's about to go down. Even though they know it's scripted, they're hype for it. And I kind of, kind of, I got kind of hype for it too because it's like, yeah, you know what? Shit's happening. People are moving. People are getting knocked over. It's exciting. It's fake, but it's exciting. And it reminded me of the days when I used to watch wrestling and actually enjoy it.
4: Yeah, it uh-huh. does.
0: Yeah. It does have that. It does have that. I can definitely see that aspect to it. Like, Holy
1: I, hell, is the writing bad? Yes. It's so <laughs> bad. hmm Like, if it was just the roller derby and, like, the hype bits, like, the, the halftime show and the like, it would actually be more fun. Uh, but yeah. there's all these little bits that just aren't great, and the drama's really, really dumb and contrived. But, like, the actual roller derby, even if it's hard to keep track of, is pretty enjoyable.
2: A lot of the problem could just be solved if you had, like, the thing that's, you know, at the bottom of a football game or a soccer game keeping, you know, abreast of the time and the score and everything. Instead of having to hope that, like, the two announcers remembered out to announce the game and don't, you know, start complaining about Miss Georgia Haas or something. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's the other thing is it's a show that just hates explaining itself.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh
0: actually do you have any other points?
3: Uh the announcements were boring. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. hmm And that kind of rounds up what I what I'm thinking.
0: All right. Uh Coolio, what did you think of this?
4: Oh boy. What the fuck did I just watch?
1: <laughs> the You watched the eighties.
4: <laughs> I watched the eighties going into the nineties. You watched <laughs> You, you you, know, actually,
0: now that I think about it, this seems like something that this, you know, now I'm just picturing in my head a plot line of Saved by the Bell in which Zach tries to get one of the girls to apply for roller games. <laughs> <laughs> the alternate cursed reality
2: where roller games kept going.
4: Like th- this is the kind of show that I that I would expect to be kind of a uh, a side mention in friggin' um, the Running Man movie. Yeah, <laughs> it, like look, that same sort of aesthetic, that same sort of energy, that same sort of just like off the wall. What the fuck is going on?
1: Welcome to the Bush Senior Years. Yep. yep.
2: <laughs> It's very much something like, like as you said, Running Man. Like they have like a TV commercial. It's like tonight on ABC at eight, roller games, and at nine, Running Man.
4: <laughs> but yeah, this just that weird, weird kind of show. This is, uh, but at, at the same time, I kind of get what Axe was saying. That just the the kind of the the kind of energy that it that it at least tries to put out, um, and it, it it does make it at least worth glancing at in the same way that you would look at a train wreck.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
4: the, it's the kind of thing where it's like
0: I feel like it's it's kind of a taste thing. Like it's, I can definitely see why someone would like, I can definitely see why someone would want to sit down and watch like a yeah. lot of this, but I, me personally, I, I think because I was kind of thinking about this, like, okay, at what point watching this is it, are we going to, am I going to hit the point where it's like, I think I've seen enough. Um, That was halfway <laughs> through the first episode um, because I <laughs> yeah. feel like, okay, I I can, I can see where this is going and just judging by the writing, this is going to I can kind of see what the kind of it's kind of like when you watch like a kid show and you kind of see it do some of the more basic episode types. And it's like, OK, I can kind of see what the kind of you're going to have like a twin episode. You're going to have like the various kind of tropes kind of thing. And you can kind of see that that's what it's going to go for. Um Pretty quickly, uh, but mm-hmm. it's just kind of sticking around and seeing where it's going to go, how they are going to do it is also kind of the thing. Um, and yeah
4: yeah, and like the 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 stories may not have been good by any means, but it was kind of sort of interesting to kind of try to follow where they're going. Uh, definitely helps to look at the um at the wikipedia article that, that show that shows why they wanted to split up the van galder twins in the first place apparently they like according to kayfabe, they were drafted as one person <laughs> like the, they were drafted as van galder twins and so that's why they, uh that's why the, the three teams that wanted them split up wanted them split up because that happened. But it, def- mm-hmm. it definitely kind of seemed to set up like the T Birds are like the only face in the entire league. And then everyone else is just bastards. At least a lot of heels. Yeah, at least as far as I've seen. I mean, uh, in fact, it's, uh, in the NES game, don't you play as the T Birds?
0: Uh, so you have a choice between the T Birds, the Hot Flesh, and the. Rockers, I think. Oh. Um, and I because I, I, it's the essentially the Mario thing of once the balanced ones, the speedy ones, the uh, more yeah. like strong ones. I believe the hot flash are the speedy ones. I believe the T birds are either it, I believe the T birds are the balanced ones. And I forgot who the last one is. I know bad attitude is one of the enemy ones because I remember seeing an NES version of uh, Georgia Haas.
2: Um, <laughs> good.
0: But, yeah.
4: Ah, is there anything else that I want to say? I don't think there is. Not right now, anyway.
0: Alright, um,
2: well, Risen, what did you think about it? There is value in watching failed art. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't, like, it's interesting to kind of try to piece together, you know, what went wrong, what they were trying to do and everything. And you can see, like, theoretically, there are enough, let's say, ingredients to make a satisfying TV show out of this. I mean, obviously, professional wrestling is one of the most beloved sports in the world, you know. Um, But I think that, yes, we've talked about, like, the performers, let's call them, um just did not have the acting chops to really sell the drama, the action, um, the lore, I guess. Let's call it that. The lore, you know. Um, I think that there could have been a roller games that would have been as famous as like the WWF or WWE, whatever you want to call it. This
1: is before the lawsuit.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The World Wildlife Fund did not get after them yet. Um, I don't, you know, I don't think that as a society we are, you know, better or worse with the loss of roller games.
4: Um, what, one thing that, that I uh, did that I didn't think to point out at the time is that this didn't fail because it wasn't popular. Because the, the uh, looking at the Wikipedia article, the debut got a 9.3 Nielsen rating. And on average, it got a 4.7 national rating as compared to, say, American Gladiators got 2.5. So it was actually pretty popular. It failed because Kintex went bankrupt. Oh, that'll do it. Okay. So this totally could have gone on for a few more years. They just ran out of money.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can definitely, I can definitely see that. Um, I'd like be interested to see how it would have changed from its very 80s-ness to like, you know, you know, appealing nineties yeah. grunge, you know, gaming in the Clinton e- years kind of mode. I guess more flannel.
1: I, I do yeah. want to say, even if it's a mess, it in kind of. Hellish Eighties nightmare i'm glad it existed if nothing else because it is fascinating to see it was a fun way to
2: spend a wednesday night eating soup and (laughs) a podcast
0: (laughs) uh all right so that you good yeah all right torpo
1: i've kind of mostly said what i thought on it like i thought it was neat uh it had some issues uh I I do think cutting the runtime would have done a wonder because like the bits were not interesting or funny and I could have just done without them. But like the actual roller derby was pretty enjoyable to watch and and it was fun seeing everything go at it. I enjoyed the goofiness of all of the, the fighting and all that. Like it was scripted as shit. That said it was fucking impressive as hell when that one woman swung her leg around while fucking doing Roller skating to kick yeah. the yeah. one in the chest. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
1: That was sick as hell. Holy shit, that is some finesse. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I guess on the idea of, like, the funniness and I think I do wonder if, like, at the time, in the context of the H.W. Bush years, if it would have been more funny. You know?
0: I, I mean, this is right, like, when... Like America, like this was right when, like we've mentioned, WWF really started to get a foothold during the late eighties. Uh, yeah. American Gladiators, I believe, would have been on at this time, and if we mentioned that. Yeah, it was getting, uh, it was on. So this was like this. This would have been right. This would not see. This would not been as goofy as it was. I mean, it's still goofy, but it. This it would have fit in. Yeah. It this. Just seems like, and especially if you think about, like, early, like, as I mentioned, if you think about Saved by the Bell, this is almost, like, that kind of caliber, yeah. in a sense. Yeah. Like, it, it was just, like, that's just how 90s TV kind of was. Like, this was the time when ALF was a thing.
2: I yeah. Think. I kind of want to, like, now do some research and see if I can find some, like, you know, reviews or, you know, whatnot from okay.
0: The- Alf would have just been ending, but still,
2: Alf died so that roller games could be (laughs) born.
0: Actually, I'm kind of curious. Okay, when? Okay, when did? God, I think I might have to do a um, media delta charity thing like we're doing for Secret and Nim. Uh, um, mm-hmm. if there's a feature that I kind of want to rewatch at some point. Yeah, 1990, uh, Cartoon All Stars to the Rescue.
3: Yes, oh God. my favorite.
0: Uh, the anti drug cartoon thing in which you get to hear Simon from the little or the the chip Chipmunk. the the Alvin Pretty and so Chipmunk say the word marijuana. Really
3: funny. <laughs> God, that whole thing was so great. We had it on VHS, and I'd always watch it.
0: Yeah, the, the 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 special that starts out with an introduction from H. W. Bush, Barbara Bush, and, and, and their dog Billy, according yeah.
3: to oh, I remember renting
0: that way too many times. Mm-hmm. I anyway.
3: you forget about making it a milestone. Just put it in a, put it in the rotation. Let's just watch it. Let's just do it. God. Alf's in there. There's an Alf
0: Master
1: System. Oh, <laughs> no, yes. I refuse. I fucking yes, yes, refuse. Sir. Yes, yes yes, well, yes, yes, I will veto the shit out of Elf. Yes, yes, yes.
4: There's also, there's also an Elf game for DOS.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, there there are many ways we could attack Elf, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> regardless, Just with a regardless regardless of that, I do feel like it's very much of the time.
3: Yes it's it's dripping with 80s slash 90s it's i mean from the hairstyles down to the clothing it's entirely of that era it's mm-hmm. just wholly unabashedly unashamedly 80s night it's a little more 80s it's a little more 80s than '90s.
1: yeah but okay so to, to clarify really quick this show lasted all of one core which is typically like a season uh typically like three four months in this mm-hmm. case. Uh, And it went from September into early uh, September, uh, 1989, into very early 1990 before getting, you know, shut down. I just I need to clarify that for everyone here as we're talking Mm -hmm. about 80s and 90s. Yeah, it is that the very edge
4: of yeah yeah. It's it's kind of 80s aesthetic for you know clothes and hair and that stuff, and then 90s aesthetic for on-screen graphics.
3: Yeah, those graphics. the writing was very '90s.
0: Yes, the writing—it was very much of the kind of ilk that uh, you would see, like in, as Axe you mentioned, the WWF at the time. Yeah, um, very much of that ilk.
4: The very, um, very, uh, very transitionary generational thing.
3: Like it comes across—it comes across as WWF as it was getting its legs, kind mm-hmm. of right. <clears throat> Before they solidify themselves with really strong timelines, which I I argue started in the Attitude Era, which was the the 90s, when you had Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, Mm -hmm. and you had all these, like, you had a lot of big big names, like Hulk Hogan and uh, Shawn Michaels, fucking uh, Razor Ramon, uh, Mr. Perfect, uh, I'm remembering a bunch of them now, Ric Flair. Macho? Like they had big Ooh. names, but none of them really stuck out enough. Like Macho Man, I, I could say did, but like when you when you got into like the nine, and uh, anyway, anyway, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, sorry, history lesson. <laughs>
0: I, I, yes,
3: I really like that era of wrestling. It's like the only era of that. I like, sorry, I got off on a tangent. anyway. Yeah, my point I being. See. My point being is that this feels like WWF before it, it got to that point and solidified itself as like a an entertainment sport.
4: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um. It really leads you to imagine if they had not gone bankrupt, like what would have happened?
3: Oh, is that why they yeah. shut down? Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
4: Kintex went bankrupt. They were the distributors.
2: Somebody made yeah. one memes Which, where it's like society if and it's like this super futuristic <laughs> just society if roller games go bankrupt.
4: Which weirdly enough, because we, we were talking about that that sort of Fox News type of you know conservative radio program, whatever. Uh, writes, the rights distri- the the distribution mm. rights to roller games are owned by Fox Sports.
0: Yeah it's mm. by yeah by Fox as an entity is a little weird. Um but yep. yeah, they're they because they that's the entire reason why we're able to watch this, because there's a lot of it available on YouTube uh, because it is the rights holders uh, got a hold of it. And we're like, OK, we're just going to upload it to YouTube and we're going to put it on uh, Fox Sports. Uh, and one thing I will actually say that's actually really nice about this is that if you watch it now on uh, either TV or on YouTube, um they mm-hmm. actually did put some effort into putting this up. They actually made it. Uh, they cleaned up the footage, so it actually runs at a smooth sixty. Apparently, in some of the ones, also it's widescreen.
1: Yeah, so, so it actually looked surprisingly good. Yeah, like yeah. they must
0: have had like the old. Like I would have. I wonder if this was what this was shot on, but where they were able to transfer it, they got it. Looks really like it doesn't look good, but it in, in like especially when you're looking at like
2: stuff it's like age graphics. 12. But, it looks better than what we've, some of the stuff we've watched, yeah.
0: Yeah, it, it doesn't look like you're watching it on a VHS tape, essentially. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, it looks is, better than it probably looked when it
3: broadcast.
4: Think of it this way, like the way that Star Trek looked in the 60s against the way that it looked in 2000. hmm Except that they put a lot more effort into Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah.
2: As a quick question, does Disney own Fox Sports now with like the buyout and merger and stuff? Yeah. I
0: wouldn't... I, I, don't, I don't know, know
2: actually. Because if they do, I smell a fantastic franchise for Kingdom
1: Hearts 4. Oh, God, feel like Fox Sports was the one thing they didn't get in the merger? Well, they're... It,
4: okay. it kind of depends on whether they bought 20th Century Fox or they bought News Corp. They, so, if I look okay, at it
1: Fox is, Sports... Walt Disney owns it internationally, but in the U.S., it is owned by the Fox Corporation.
2: Yeah, okay. Okay. Roller games for Kingdom Hearts 4. Here we go. <laughs> oh,
1: jeez. <laughs> so, yes, I was right. It is still technically Fox, but Disney handles international distribution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I remember that being the weird thing that they kept in the merger. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so, did you have any additional thoughts, Propo?
1: No, no, I I largely said my piece before, especially during Acts when everyone said their entire piece. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um But yes, it's it's enjoyable. It's it's a fun little time. It is a pure fucking distillation of the late eighties going into the nineties, and it's it's neat. It it's just mm-hmm. at odds with itself and there are certain parts of it that don't need to be there at all and aren't entertaining or funny. The half the halftime show is pretty hype though. <laughs>
0: Mhm. God, and they even had, those little, they had the little—they lyrics for the chorus at the bottom, which was just an extra cherry on top of that entire segment.
3: But see, no, so they didn't have all the lyrics. They only put up the lyrics to "Rock, <laughs> Rock, Rock and Roller Game." That's it. <laughs> I know that's what <laughs> makes that <this> segment <laughs> such so <laughs> <such laughs> really good. And the dude just sings his heart out. Like he is so happy to be there doing this. It's like it's like he's he's gotten chosen to sing the national anthem at a baseball game. He's just so good at it. It's awesome.
2: This knockoff uh, Phil Collins looking fucker, yeah, that they
3: have his, his hair was just gross though.
0: To be fair, Phil Collins kind of looked like that during the like at least the 80s, because I remember there's an episode in which he is on Miami Vice and he looks like that actually he actually looking at him during that period that i almost say that that dude worried a little bit better Mm mm-hmm. mhm yeah that 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 widow's peak did not look good at all <laughs> nope um so i guess before we kind of go on. I I my piece on this is essentially just kind of I like I I like that it exists. I like it is a fun thing to watch, although I feel like it is, I'm glad that I watched it, although I would say if you're going to go into this, at least from my personal opinion, um I'm glad that you can watch it on YouTube because then you can just kind of go away or like kind of look at something else whenever you kind of you can kind of bounce out of it really easily because this is mm-hmm. it's very Pop-Tarty in my eyes. And it's like if you feel like you want to watch like eat a Pop-Tart, like you can eat then entire both both of them in the package. But a lot of times it's like, I don't know if I can eat this entire package.
4: <laughs> uh, give me a package of Pop-Tarts, I'll eat both of them, man. <laughs>
1: See, I was gonna say for me the analogy would be more like it's like a Pop-Tart because it doesn't taste that great, but it'll fill you up at least. I, yeah.
3: I, I, I was gonna say <laughs> it's it it tastes all right, but you know gives you a little little something to keep you moving. Exactly.
1: Yep.
3: Like you don't feel it doesn't fill you up quite much, but it's it's a little bit it's a little boost of energy.
1: It's not yep. great, but it'll get you what you need. Yep. All right.
0: Um, well, does anyone have any, any last thoughts before we move on to ranking?
3: Nope. I think it's a pretty decent show. And it's a decent show in spite of itself, in spite of some of the way the things come together.
1: Yeah, it tried a little too hard, but there's some core elements that are pretty enjoyable.
3: Like the, the actual, uh, racing and skating stuff was fun to watch and watching them fling each yeah. other and,
1: yeah, it was fun seeing them job on the fucking track. It was great yeah, seeing them yep. hurl themselves over the railing so beautifully. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah. I, I think that's that's enough said. Yeah, now we're just mm-hmm. circling back.
0: Yep. All right, so let's go ahead and rank this. So we are gonna rank this using a normal armo- our normal one to twenty-one scale of one being absolute mastercraft, uh 21 being absolute like not even ironically fun to watch, uh with a few extra rankings for particular shows uh ax what are you thinking numerical wise
3: numerical wise i gotta say i got it at a couple spots it's a decent show with um some really bad elements to it that just don't hold up well and i don't think it's aged all that gracefully either um and the only only other places i could put, i'd probably say you know what seven because that's where we've got american gladiators
1: I was going to say but what about guts? How would you compare it to guts?
3: Oh, it's better than I would I would watch the shit out of this over right. guts.
1: I know. Just trying to establish a range here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah.
0: Okay, so I got you down at 7. Um okay, Koya, cool. what were you thinking?
4: Uh I wasn't thinking that high at all. Um I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to be the uh, the controversial one again and go like at the bottom of the list, but I am what I'm going to do actually is propose that this is a fascinating nightmare. Um, it is really not good by any means. It's kind of trash TV, but just its execution as presentation just really elevates it higher than it really should be. So I would say 666, fascinating nightmare. If not, then 11 or 12.
0: All right. Uh okay 11 to 12 or 666 uh risen
2: I'm thinking a solid 9 9 or 8 like right. it has the acting of like flash gordon you know like the camp of pirates of dark water i think 9 is a solid place personally
0: all
1: right torpo yeah i'm actually pretty pretty like in agreement with uh risen is like it's enjoyable it's it's not super great, but mm-hmm. I'd still say it's better than like guts. It's All definitely right. more watchable. So like yeah, eight or nine would be fine with me. I think I think nine is a pretty good spot though, because it's it's like with uh, other like other junk food, I guess is the way I'd describe it.
0: Yeah. All right. Um. Well, everyone went higher than I did. Uh, I. So. I... I had to put down 14 or 15 because i that's what I was kind of expecting. But <laughs> I also wow. actually I agree with Coolio. I was also thinking 666 because I also think that this has a weird tonal clash with it, that it's kind of it's fun to watch in a way that it's because like um, I don't know if I open up the little thingy um, at mm-hmm. the rank guide um. Actually, it's more, actually, that's more fever dream than so, i really.
1: I'm, I'm going to level with you real quick, Lolo. My argument against that is it is a pretty normal sports show, just with some dumb little bits interspersed, but at the end of the day, it's still pretty normal, Um, is, is my opinion yeah. at least. All right. And and I also will, I will
0: relent that I do not feel that part, that's, that's just what I had written down before everyone said their thing, but I can definitely, <laughs> I'd probably boost it up to at least, um, but yeah you, I, you, I, mentioned, I w-
4: you mentioned uh fever dream 69 and I kind of agree it's, uh it kind of makes sense.
0: It, I would also say like if we're going to like I feel like Torpo made a good point with it and that's also why I'd also kind of swat down 69 as well because
2: mm-hmm.
0: you could make an argument for both 69 or 666. Oh. Even you could I guess also even say 420 but um I do feel like it is kind of it's just goofy because of the time period. It's not goofy like they were trying to make something silky. Um, so I yeah, feel it's, it's like
1: weird because of how it's aged more than
0: anything. Yeah, um, so with that spread, I am going to also revise mine. I will also kind of go, I'll say actually seven to nine uh, through that then. Um, <laughs> Uh, I just I'm trying to think of, like, what's a good place to start. And I feel let's start at eight and just kind of work our way there, because I feel like that's kind of somewhere in our middle, uh, with especially with our spread mm-hmm. Um Stuff we have at eight area, 88 Digimon, the movie, uh, Lupin the third Secret of Mamo, uh, Sweet Home and the first season of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Um. I like actually, you know, kind of like I'm kind of thinking about this. If you just did a cold watch, like say you never watched either of these properties. If you yeah. sat down and watched this right next to Digimon the movie, I could see you thinking be basically the same way. Um like I feel like that's another one that's just kind of weird in some spots. Uh Area 88, um, Complete tonal difference, but mm-hmm. also has some weird things with it that I feel like could have been, you could have cut them out. So I feel like a problem with roller games that I have is that they just have too much stuff in it. And they don't like really get in with what makes it really good. Um which I could argue I could actually kind of make an argument for Sweet Home also having that problem. Yeah. Like I feel like Sweet Home had a Good amount of uh, just kind of empty space if I remember correctly. Um, so if I'm thinking that I feel like that's a good we, that's like a good pin for right now uh, somewhere around there. Uh, let's just go up just to kind of see if we can kind of bat it down or if maybe seven's where it goes. Uh, seven is where we have American Gladiators, a fantasy kaleidoscope, Mortal Kombat movie, Nick Arcade, the Running Man, and East uh the ova Uh, especially running well i see we have the running man in there like that's like tangential that's cheating that's that's cheating essentially (laughs) um but especially american gladiators um the thing i will say i will definitely say that i feel like american gladiators is a better show than roller games uh because they knew exactly what the core of that show is
4: yeah Uh, a lot more solid foundation. And they, they didn't try to shoehorn in a bunch of kayfabe just out of nowhere.
3: And mm-hmm. whatever acting there was in it was done pretty well. Like everybody, everybody kept kayfabe and did it, did it right.
4: Yeah,
0: I feel like a lot of these, and especially also Nick Arcade, if we're kind of doing a pseudo game show kind of thing, uh, Nick Arcade also, a lot of these uh, just kind of have solid, they know what they need to do to them. Uh, yeah Disney arcade had a lot of did not have fluff really uh it's just some of it was kind of like it was standard game show and if it was more video game themed i feel like it could have been better uh but as a game show i feel like it's a lot more solid uh yeah. where roller game just has a lot of just like stuff that's like okay what is this even doing
3: here <laughs> there's a lot of a lot of behind the scenes kind of st- specifically the scoring the way the scoring is handled if, yeah it's not done in a way that seems consistent
0: yeah Mm -hmm. so i kind of feel like that takes it out of seven and kind of let's gives us a ceiling of eight um if we're gonna bat this down let's see the 9 we i've got stuff like flash gordon uh Man season one uh sonic the hedgehog ova pirates of dark water tron and east two Speaking of stuff that has a lot of fluff in it that didn't need to be there, I feel like there's a number of things in here that definitely have that. Looking at Flash Gordon, um, yeah. has a lot of scenes in it that really don't matter and almost is kind of just as campy in a way. Um, but...
4: I think I would still rather watch this than Mega Man, but that's just me.
0: Uh, Yeah, and
4: stuff...
2: Uh, Let's see. Uh, Maybe, I'd rather watch them equally.
0: Yeah, let like they stuff have like, that
2: same powerful level of bad acting and what the fuck is going on?
0: And also stuff like like Tron, um, and then East Two. Mm. That's actually a good thing. I actually, I, I actually kind of feel like this is our floor. So somewhere between yeah. eight or nine. Uh, I personally actually finally the
2: mythical 8.5.
0: I I am actually kind of thinking more eight, to be honest, uh, because I feel like there is like a lot of these have a lot of like blank space, mm-hmm. uh, and that I kind of feel like eight's a little bit more of a coherent spot. Unless anyone has any arguments.
3: Yeah, that's good to me.
2: Yeah. I mean, like I said, I personally prefer it in nine, but like, yeah, there's still a decent case for eight.
0: Going once.
1: Yeah, I'm good. All right.
0: All right. Let's put an eight then. Eight, just like the loop in the thing. Yep. Also, I probably should have, uh, you know, filled this out beforehand. Um, Why did we just do a oh, moon ballot? Right. Okay, so 73. Uh, this came out in 19. I'm just going to put 1990. Uh, producers, I, I'm gonna fill that out later. TV Sport.
4: Uh, producers David Sams and Michael Miller.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see. Oh, do I not have sports in here? Okay, what did I put for what did I put for Nickel- uh what did I put for American Gladiators? Oh, I do have sport. Oh, I just need to. That's right. I did had the same problem when I did we did American Gladiators. I don't have sport and I need to add that. Uh oh, t- so I think I have a 90s tone. I think this has because I think it's either 80s or 90s. It's both more
3: 80s. I'd, somehow.
0: I'd say more it, 80s. Up. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to put 80s because that's what I have in here. Uh, no content that we need to I mean, just look out. at the
4: hair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so content, hair.
0: All right. So is there anything we want to call out in music, charm, cinematography, storytelling, action,
1: or art? So I for do music, want to say the musical halftime shows so have a campy charm to them.
3: Rock, yeah, rock, rock and roll. Yeah, again.
0: let's let's put that let's put that camp there. Also, like a lot of the other themes are meant to be done by the people in the team too, which is also campy, yeah. right? Uh, I also feel like uh, camp uh, describes the
4: charm in yeah, general, definitely. Yeah.
0: Uh, cinematography, storytelling. I kind of want to give a thumbs up to the storytelling because the storytelling's bad.
3: Oh God, no! It's it's terrible. Like it, there's there's a charm to it in that it's so bad.
1: Yeah, it is. Speaking better. of charm, the action. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, that too. Um. Uh, cinematography. I I didn't really have a whole lot of problem with the cinematography. The yeah, the cinematography itself. It's just unless we want to put the labels of stuff, because I feel like one thing, like I, I really wish that they did more stuff to kind of. Um, like kind of point out what's happening.
4: Yeah. It's as I feel as far as cinematography is pretty much average. It's, yeah. like, it's pretty much like exactly what you'd expect for a show, like for a show doing what it's doing. Yeah, uh, it's also. Also, one thing I do want to point out, I kind of want to give a thumbs up to
0: to the art because I really like the costuming in this show.
2: Yeah, it was fun. It was good.
3: Like you know, over overall, I'd say the show is like a drunk baby. <laughs>
4: Excuse me. I...
2: You're going to have to walk that <laughs> statement back for. <quick.
0: laughs> uh, um, let's see.
4: Anything we want to call for yay or nay? Boy, this was from the XT, wasn't it?
0: Oh, yeah. Actually, yes. Yeah. Very much oh. of its time. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah, that stupid theme stuck in my head. Um,
3: rock, rock, rock and roll.
2: It's time and to destroy game. Axe.
0: Now For I know how that. you felt when we rock, did Mega Man. Rock
3: and roll again.
0: Rock, girl, rock, rock and roll
3: again. Man. <laughs>
0: Okay, boyfriend. Now you know my pain. I, I, I almost put it, I almost highlighted the thing, someone's got a fetish, but that's not what this show's going
4: for. Can <laughs> <laughs> you imagine? Uh,
2: okay. Can't believe <laughs> that Mega Man Joker fight <laughs> axe.
0: Okay, boy, this uh, is from the if xd if oh. we
4: If someone's got a fetish, then that gives a whole new definition to what happened in episode four, was it?
0: Oh god! Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I'm going to put what the hell is going on because that is,
3: yeah, it yeah. is.
0: It is really hard to tell what's going on in this show. Um, I don't say it notably aged poorly because I don't think that's
3: one of the problems. No, like it aged poorly. It's just very much of its time. Yeah, just going yeah.
0: and yeah, just going through some of these. <laughs> I almost want to put too much back information needed to enjoy, but I don't think that's the
3: case. Like, it's almost
0: there.
4: Like, you can't You can't really go that far back.
3: They do their best in trying to explain every last detail.
0: Yeah. Also, I feel like for Yay, I think we need to, I, I need to put a bow on it. Uh, the fact that there is campy charm. Also, I'm kind of thinking simply fun. Yeah. Because I feel like this is just kind of really goofy charm. There is, like, the drama yeah. is the, the most, the silliest drama.
4: I can, I can see that. Just kind of turn your brain off and watch this.
0: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's that. So, I think I think we've filled this out for Roller Games. I don't think there's much else we can put in here. Um, uh, so, yeah, uh, I think that'll do it for Roller Games. Got it at eight. It is a good show. Um hmm so, uh, with that, uh, X, is there anything you want to plug?
3: Uh, yeah, the Autistic Self Advocacy Network, an organization uh, by people with autism for people with autism. All right, cool. Uh,
4: yeah, so there's the, still my podcast going on, uh, slash radio show, uh, Square Wave Symphony, your home for video games, chiptunes, and all things weird and geeky, which is found at lowbiasgaming.net, slash Square Sim, and also at Square Sim on Twitter.
2: Alright, uh, Risen. Um, you can find me where you find Torpo when he streams. Occasionally. Alright. Hey, uh,
4: Torpo, I was self-serving this time! You can't
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Torpo. <laughs> Twitch.tv slash typist at typist on Twitter. <clears throat>
0: All right. Uh, So next episode, we got something actually a little bit like I I would say we've done something like this is not tangentially thing, but I feel we've uh, we've breached this before. Uh, But this is something incredibly not based because we were actually doing this because it was a charity goal. Um, So we're Mm -hmm. taking a look at the Don Bluth classic movie, The Secret of Nim, based based on Mrs. Frisbee and the Rats of Nim a book that I remember reading at some point Uh, Mm. but yes this is this is a doozy of a film Uh, this is I I really look forward to talking about this movie because I hold a lot of um, I hold a high regard for this movie Uh, and we can listen to us talk about it uh, when the next episode hits so with that thank you all for listening Mm mhm Bye. Bye. If you would like to look at the full list of rankings for yourself, please visit r3.ldp.life and go to the Media Delta list tab. If you would like to watch Media Delta's sister show, Retro Rank Rhapsody, you can either watch at youtube.ldp.life or by tuning into twitch.tv slash at 7.30 p.m. on Fridays, 2.30 p.m. on Saturdays, and 1 p.m. on Sundays. All those times are from the Eastern U.S. time zone. If you would like to discuss this episode with the community, you can do so by joining our Discord server, which you can do so by going to discord.ldp.life. Thank you again for listening, and I hope you tune in for our next episode.